Hey everyone, welcome to the Keep Watching Podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And today, we're going to be talking about Miss Marvel. Sarah, did you do anything fun this week? Uh, I did. Actually, I went to see Jurassic World Dominion with my family, and I have some thoughts and feelings. Okay. I haven't seen it. I, I do want to see it, but I'm not going to see it in theaters. Well, I, I don't think I'm going to spoil anything. I okay. just have some high-level discussion points. Um, well, first of all, like, so the very first Jurassic Park movie was, like, one of the defining movies of my childhood. So, like, I am connected to this this franchise. But um, I kind of feel like Jurassic World might as well be a Fast and Furious movie at this point. <laughs> Because it's just, like, ridiculous, over-the-top action. Yeah, I love the Jurassic Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the raptors used to be, like, tactical and, like, scary, and now they're just, like, screamy chase monsters, which is... Oh, gotcha. Whatever. And they, they brought back, like, the three main folks from the first movie, and so it's them plus the main people from the Jurassic World movies and it's just like oh you're obviously not going to kill anyone there is zero tension here at all but they did a lot of nice like callback shots like that mirrored stuff like throughout the whole series which was like really nice and there were like lines from previous films and so it's a lot of little fan servicey things that were nice that's cool also they did add some new cast members and they are straight up hotties I, I very much appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they, there's like this super scientist guy um, who's like in charge of the, the big bad company, right? And he has a like super genius in training, I guess. And he's he's a hottie. And then there's this pilot and she's giving me like big buy energy through the whole movie. So like she's amazing too. And so, yeah. Cool. I enjoyed it, but it might as well have been Fast and Furious. <laughs> I, you have sold this movie tenfold <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, good. I hope you I enjoy really it. want to see this. <laughs> if you say anything has gotten to the ridiculousness level of Fast and Furious, I'm in. That's like your favorite franchise, right? Yeah. I, I wish we could come up with a reason to talk about Fast and Furious movies on this podcast. I don't know if it's my favorite franchise, but I mean, it has the most movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many are there by now? Um, I think there are nine i don't even know if i've seen the latest one actually there are like nine and then there's like a one-off that might not count i don't know um, i've seen some like side interview stuff where people from jurassic world and people from fast and furious have like they're aware of each other saying that they should just do a crossover oh and that'd be so that's good. kind of funny <laughs> yeah absolutely i'm in <laughs> <laughs> the only thing um that i knew about jurassic park going in uh before you just told all to me that all that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I I saw Chris Pratt on late night TV, and he yeah. apparently he like without like permission from production at all was just like sent out a tweet one day or something saying that like whoever donates X amount of money to this foundation, I'll enter into like a raffle, and you get like a certain amount of raffle tickets per amount of money or something, and then mm-hmm. whoever I draw to the raff raffle can be in the Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic World movie. <laughs> did he get that approved or was he just like... <laughs> well, he did eventually. <laughs> but the scene in the movie, they showed it or they showed like a clip of it or something. Is the, It's the part where the guy on the Segway gets like chopped by the, the, <laughs> the T-Rex. <laughs> Amazing. 
<laughs> and that that guy on the Segway just won a raffle to be in the movie. <laughs> that's pretty excellent. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so what about you? Did you get up to anything this week? I've been watching a lot of Marvel content in preparation <laughs> for this podcast. That's what I've been doing. That's fair. Uh, we'll we'll do a quick one through of all the Marvel content that's like exclusive on Disney Plus uh, before we start Miss Marvel. But before that, mm-hmm. since our last podcast, the Obi Wan Kenobi finale has happened. Oh yes, it did. Um, our podcast is starting to feel like a Disney Plus joint. We're gonna have to branch out pretty soon. We just did Food Wars. What are you talking about? That's true. <laughs> but this is our third Disney Plus episode out of seven. Disney Plus is some good content right now. I guess what that's what can true. we say? <laughs> um, do you want to give your brief thoughts on the Kenobi finale? Um, how spoilery are are we being right now? No spoils, just feelings. There is a moment that is essentially kind of reused from a moment in Rebels, but with I know what you're talking about. Yeah, with Obi Wan instead of Ahsoka, uh, and the reactions between those two characters are different, and it kind of sucks that it's like reused but it's also kind of amazing and i just loved that moment of like human emotion and connection and oh yeah so many feels but generally i loved it <laughs> loved it okay yeah i cannot say that i feel the same way no <laughs> no and i don't really want to be like talk negatively about a show mm-hmm. unless it's going to make a fun podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so i don't i don't know how passionately you feel about obi-wan being a good show or at least like the finale or whatever but i feel like i have a lot to say about what i did not like about like <laughs> really? the finale and okay. i i'm proposing a potential like maybe debate episode of the podcast where we could oh. go through we talked about one two and three in our first obi-wan podcast mm-hmm. so maybe we could do like Maybe a less like scene by scene recap and more of just like a we go through four, five, and six. There's plenty of stuff I, I liked, but where we ended up at the end, I think I have a lot to say about missed opportunities and whatnot. Yeah, I'd be into that. Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, you're going to suggest things that I'm going to be like, yeah, sure, <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> okay. Well, mull it over for the rest okay. of the podcast and we'll circle back around <laughs> at the end. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Um. All right. You want to go through all the Marvel stuff. That's on Disney <laughs> all <Plus>. of it. <laughs> all of it. Let's go. Let's just quickly go through the things that uh, the the live action TV series for Marvel content. Well, do you want to give a little context about like how into the Marvel stuff we are? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Um, I was never a like superhero comic book reader. I like comic books that are like a contained story and are. You don't have to read like 30 years of stuff to know what's going on. But um, I've watched a lot of the movies. I like the space nonsense. So like Guardians of the Galaxy, the third Thor movie. Those are like my favorite genre of Marvel things. Um, Captain America is like whatever. I don't know. Too serious, I guess, for me. Um, But yeah, so there's stuff I really like. And then there's stuff that I could just take or leave and didn't see some of the movies so i'm not a super fan of marvel stuff what about you i think i've seen everything now that's a lot (laughs) i'm trying to think what haven't i seen this week i finished up the eternals movies which i paused halfway through because it wasn't (laughs) too intriguing and i watched um did you see that the 
Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie is on Disney Plus. I saw that it's on, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I watched it. And then I'm trying to think of what I might not have seen. I think I've seen all the main MCU content. Okay. And things that I don't think are included in that would be like Deadpool, I have not seen. And the Venom movies, I have not seen. Oh, yeah, I have not seen those. I do want to see the Venom movies eventually, but for whatever reason, I haven't gotten around to them. I did like Deadpool. And I missed a bunch of Spider-Man movies. Oh, you missed out on Spider-Man movies. But like Into the Spider-Verse, that I've seen. And that's a very good Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> There's just too much. We'll get into Spider-Man for sure on this. <laughs> okay. We're not going anywhere without talking about Spider-Man. Okay. Well, let's let's wait. Okay. So all the, all these shows that I'm about to mention on Disney Plus, the the TV series, I've seen all of these. Have you seen all the TV series? Except for, oh, you said you haven't seen Hawkeye. Last I have week. not seen Hawkeye, and I have not seen that What If show. I saw like two episodes of that. I didn't finish it, which is not a live action one, so maybe that doesn't count. I didn't count that. I, I have watched the at least the first episode of the What If thing. I couldn't get into it. Um, I think that What If stuff tied in a little bit to the doctor strange the whole multiverse situation multiverse situation uh but the the first one that i'm counting is wandavision yes wandavision also i think leads into the doctor strange movie a little bit but i don't think you have to have seen it but it will explain uh wanda's character in the movie a better if you have seen this okay um but wandavision is very quirky and i like it i loved wandavision it was great good and the next <laughs> one i have is uh the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was solidly okay. I actually really like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and like you, I I am not big on Captain America. Like, I, I've seen all the Captain America movies. Uh, Civil War is, like, more of an Avengers movie, so I've, I've seen that multiple mm -hmm. times. But the, like, the where the ones where Captain America, it's, like, mostly Captain America only. I've only seen those movies, like, once. <laughs> I've, I've not gone back and watched them. I did not see the second Captain America movie, which I think is where you were introduced to this Winter Soldier person. So yes, uh, it didn't. I didn't. I didn't know all the things going yeah. into this one. But the uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I really liked it because I felt like it was a really good uh, like common ground, like understanding where uh, people are coming from when it comes to racial issues, because they do get into racial issues in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I did like. Um... I, I don't know exactly the Falcon character his his conflict of like picking up as being essentially Captain America for a country where he doesn't necessarily feel welcome and safe in as a black man that was some good commentary there so that I liked yeah Bucky the Winter Soldier guy I actually don't even remember like his importance to the show it's yeah it's I it's Falcon and his transition to dealing with uh no Steve Rogers anymore and Mm -hmm. and being asked to be captain america and all this stuff yeah i but i did end up really like that i think it's the best captain america content out there i'd agree with that of what i've seen yeah okay but i mean the bar is very low for me when it comes to captain okay. america stuff. my bar is not that low but i think it easily was i think i was that. forever traumatized by his normal size head on that teeny scrawny cgi body it just <laughs> me off forever all right next one i have is loki Oh, Loki was incredible. I love Loki so much. Yes. Another quirky one. I like the quirky stuff. And it's kind yeah. of, it's space nonsense. This is my jam. 
I guess it was. Space they did go to different nonsense. space. Yeah, they went to different planets and stuff. But it it's a lot of time traveling. Also, I really like that one. Then there's Hawkeye, which you haven't seen, which I liked. Because it just seemed so Christmassy. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Very corny. <laughs> but I will try one day. Yeah, hopefully we'll talk about that someday on this podcast. Um, Moon Knight. Oh, also loved it. Moon Knight snuck up on me. I, I just watched that this week. Dang, was that good. Oh, this is the first time you watched it? Yeah. Oh, It man. was good. <laughs> as soon as I saw Oscar Isaac was in it, I was like, yes, please give me this. I need it. And then he had an amazing British accent. And I was like, yes, more of this. Only this forever. <laughs> <laughs> His British accent was like a was like a timid guy who <laughs> i know it was amazing okay yeah well i guess i wasn't i didn't have like super high hope for it even after you recommended it because i knew you just liked the guy yeah <laughs> i mean it was also a good show there was just the bonus of he sounds amazing that show it's like it starts out weird and then about halfway through it gets even weirder but it's done really well i like yeah. it yeah um except okay i will say for moon knight I'm I'm not good with like uh gory stuff. Mm, <laughs> which is partially fair. why I've never seen um Deadpool. Yeah. Um and the very beginning of Moon Knight is like this guy breaking glass and putting it in his sandals and then putting it his his feet yeah, in the sandals. And that was I cool. if you had not recommended this show to me, I probably would have stopped watching at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was just like, if this is what the show is going to be, I don't think this show's for me. <laughs> Sometimes I forget to give you a content warning. I should be better about I that. I mean, it, it wasn't even that bad. Like, they didn't show bleeding or anything, but it was still, like, very, gave me the cringy yeah. feels in my body that I don't want to be watching this. Yeah. Yeah. But it was fine the rest of the way. It. I just don't know. They didn't even have to do it. It was totally unnecessary to make that the opening scene of the show. Yeah. Um. And then what we're going to talk about today is Miss Marvel. But coming up later this year <laughs> is a show called She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I just love that that's the title. It's so fun. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, <laughs> I suggest you go find the trailer for that. It looks like a good time. Decide for yourself how fun that's, this show is going to be. <laughs> but that is a date I found for uh, August 17th. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, and I'm definitely in. So. Yeah. I've gone through all these. I would recommend every single one of these so far. I think Marvel's doing a really good job with these miniseries. Like, I think I like a lot of the shows better than some of the movies. Like, a good yeah. portion of the movies, maybe. They, they can get a lot deeper into the characters. They're, they're, most of them are six episodes. Some of them, I think, are nine. I think WandaVision is nine. I think She-Hulk is going to be nine. But even in six episodes, like, if it's 40 minutes an episode or whatever, that's way yeah. there's more time than a movie. Yeah. A lot more character development, which is something that resonates with me more than lots of punches. Yeah. So I think, I, I don't know if we need to talk about any of these on the podcast, but I, I guess we've seen all of these, so they don't fit the context of the podcast, but I'd be willing to talk about any of these shows at any time. Oh, yeah. If if somebody wanted us to talk about them and wanted to let us know, uh, we're, we're definitely in for talking about any of these shows. <laughs> if we were a more popular podcast, I'd be concerned that Disney was paying you and not telling me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I would also be happy talking about any of these. Okay. And uh, okay, Sarah, who's your yeah. favorite superhero slash what's your favorite Marvel content? I don't think you said that specifically yet, right? You say this like you know the answer. <laughs> I don't know that I know the answer. Well, this isn't even Marvel content but 
I, I know you really liked the wonder the original or the first wonder woman movie the first wonder woman movie was amazing and i saw it and i was like all movies forever should just be wonder woman movies and then they came out with the second one and i amended that statement <laughs> but i did really enjoy the captain marvel movie i do love a badass lady superhero okay captain marvel okay i did like captain marvel uh for me it's spider-man i i've never seen a spider-man movie i didn't like so every toby Maguire, andrew garfield and tom holland i love them all and the one that you liked um into the spider-verse was also great i've only seen the toby Maguire, spider-man and then into the spider-verse so i have a lot to catch up on but i think into the spider-verse i don't see how that could be beat like it's such a good movie uh, in terms of spider-man movies well for me the spider-man no way home is like my favorite movie now of all time oh okay there are times have you ever had a time where you like you left the movie theater and you're like okay that's my new favorite movie <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah i've had that moment a few times in my life and now the most recently it was spider-man no way home um i think the toby Maguire spider-man's like if you go back and watch them they don't really hold up anymore but back when they came out they were good <laughs> <laughs> And I think Andrew Garfield, actually, the Amazing Spider-Man, is my favorite Spider-Man of the three. As in terms of just his, the way he plays Peter Parker is my favorite. Um, mm. Not necessarily the stories or the what's in the content of the movies, but um, yeah, Spider-Man for me, <laughs> all day. <laughs> and I think there's going to be a lot of similarities between Spider-Man and Miss Marvel, who we're about to talk about, oh. since they're both high school students. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be differences, which I think we can get into as well. Oh, wait. I have to change my answer. It's, it's not Captain Marvel. It's Thor Ragnarok. It's full space nonsense. That's my favorite Marvel movie. Oh, really? I forgot about nice. that. Yet. Are you excited for Thor Love and Thunder? Yes. Oh, my okay. gosh. I want it. It's like the first Thor movie was like, whatever. Then I didn't watch the second one. And then the third one's just like, wait, we've rethought everything. It's goofy space time. And I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. When I saw Thor Ragnarok... I was like, okay, Marvel has figured out the formula. Like every movie from here on out is going to be good because I think my favorite parts of like the first couple of Avenger movies, like I was really all about Iron Man mm -hmm. and his role in the the movie is just like, if it's my turn to talk, I'm just going to have a witty line that's funny. And like <laughs> yeah. that's his role in the movie. And when Thor Ragnarok came out, it was like, okay, let's put Thor and Hulk in a movie and make them all as witty as Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just like everything is just funny now and i was like this is what marvel movies should be just yeah non-stop joking basically um so there's a big difference between the character of thor between thor 2 and, and ragnarok yes. i believe <laughs> a big improvement <laughs> big improvement yeah and i don't i don't know exactly what love and thunder is going to be but but it looks like the same it, jam <laughs> it, yeah it looks like it's gonna be good um anything else before we start with Miss Marvel. I think I'm ready for Miss Marvel. Actually, wait. I wanted to have a shout out oh. for our friend of the podcast and our mutual friend in real life, who we told a story about previously on the podcast. Yes. He has had a baby with he his did. wife. I haven't seen any pictures yet, but I assume she's cute. Yes, I want to say congratulations to Yohando and Nadine on Congrats. their new daughter. Her name is serenity yes nickname sarah but i believe they're just pronouncing it sarah you can pretend like they named their daughter after you 
I mean, did I tell you about when I asked him about what they were naming this baby? <laughs> I think you told me that you were already pretending. Well, I don't know if I'm pretending or not, because he said, hey, we're having a baby. And I was like, oh, have you thought about names yet? And he's like, yeah, we're naming her after you. And I went, ha ha, funny joke. And he's like, well, not really. And so I, I can't tell how far <laughs> he was joking or not. <laughs> I don't think they named the baby after me, but he said they did. Well, if this makes the podcast, <laughs> they'll let us know. I, I'm guessing it's not after you, sir. <laughs> That's why I laughed at him at first, but then he deadpan told me that it wasn't a joke. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. What do you think of the name Serenity? Cute. Great name. So good. Now, what's another good name? What is another good name? Kamala. That is a good name. Kamala Khan is the character in Miss Marvel that we're going to be talking a lot about. I love the, like, I love the Marvel alliteration names. Oh, yeah. And Kamala Khan. That's such a good name. If I had another kid, Kamala's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready to talk about Kamala Do Khan. This. Kamala Khan. We start with a fun musical artistic opening. And the first thing I wrote down is, I don't like 80s music, but this song absolutely slaps. And it's not actually an 80s it's song. It's not an 80s music. It's, it's I know. wanted. <laughs> But 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 oh, not the one, the, the weekend. weekend. It's the weekend. Yeah, I know, but it synths like eighties music, you know, like it's meant to sound kind of like eighties music. Oh, I guess. Yeah. It's good. And I I did have to look it up because like I don't know popular music. I knew it was the weekend. I, I didn't know what song it was, but I've heard it a bunch. I'm pretty sure it was like yeah. featured in the Super Bowl halftime show like two years ago or something. Well, I'm telling you what apparently everybody already knows, which is that this song slaps. Okay. <laughs> What was the? Oh, we have to tell this story. This what? one time, this one time <laughs> no. when we first, this one time when we first met each other. I'm trying to remember the artist's name. I think we had known each other for a couple of years, uh, and I was like, I mean, we were still working in our first like like low level department area. Okay, sure. Yeah, within six months of meeting each other. Was it Twenty One Pilots or was it Macklemore? I think Macklemore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sarah's like listening to music in her cube or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm listening to this, this new artist I found called Macklemore. And he's got this great song called Thrift Shop. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really, Sarah? You're listening to the song that's on every radio station in the country right now? <laughs> I don't listen to radio stations. I listen to random indie, like hipster shit from the early 2000s and K-pop. That's it. <laughs> That was so funny because you had told me before that you don't really listen to like, you know, modern pop music. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it sneaks its way in and I feel like oh, I that found was a secret. So funny to me. <laughs> but everybody else already knows about it. Oh my God. I just wanted to share what was making me happy that day, James. <laughs> it made me happy that you shared that. <laughs> so we get the weekend song and it also has uh, a bunch of like, like paper cutouts of a bunch of uh, Avengers slash Marvel characters. And Kamala is the voice that's like telling a story over top of it, basically. Yeah, it's like she had like drawn and cut out all these characters and like stop motion animated them together. It was the sense you're supposed to get for like her YouTube channel. But it was actually like CG stuff. So it looks like really, really well done. And and this part was was really cool. I liked the whole vibe. It really sets you up for just like her whole deal. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's basically like an Avengers Endgame recap where she really highlights Captain Marvel's role in it because that's going to be Kamala's favorite 
superhero. And she calls out Captain Marvel for having really good hair. So like immediately I'm vibing <laughs> with this kid. <laughs> oh, true. That's so funny, actually. And then uh, she she briefly mentions that she learned a lot about all the superheroes by listening to the Scott Lang Scott Lang's podcast, aka Ant Man's podcast. Oh, is that I've not seen any of the Ant Man, so I did not get this. Oh, reference. you didn't know who Scott Lang was? Oh, he no. did not. Yeah, Scott Lang is Ant Man, <laughs> and the podcast the name of the podcast is called Big Me Little Me. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked it up; it's nice. not a real podcast. That's a bummer. They should make it. <laughs> but um. She's going to mention in this that AvengerCon is this weekend. It's the first ever AvengerCon. And she's planning to go dressed as Captain Marvel. And she's going to enter the the, the cosplay Costume. contest. Yeah. And then uh, she wraps up this like intro with shouting out her like YouTube channel, which I guess she's going to post this on. The name of the YouTube channel is called Sloth Baby Productions. <laughs> this is actually a real YouTube channel. Sarah. Oh, really? I didn't look yeah. it up. Does it have what is essentially this video? Like... I don't know. I briefly looked at it, and it's like, it is a lot of Marvel videos, and some of it's just like clips from the movies. Mm. And then, but there's also non-Marvel related stuff on it. And there's a video of like her, like, thanking the fans for watching the trailer or something was like the main featured thing. Oh, okay. It's, it's the exact, it has the exact like YouTube artwork that they show in the show. Okay. In the show, the the channel only has two subscribers. I would imagine in real life it has more than two subscribers. Yeah. But they they didn't have like a ton of views on each of their videos. Mm. So it's not like a super popular YouTube channel, but I don't, it, I just thought it was weird. It was actually a real. I didn't even YouTube think to channel. look it up, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But yeah, so instantaneously I'm like vibing with this kid. She's great. She's creative and fun and just like super passionate about stuff. Awesome. Me too. Now, you, you, Sarah, you've only watched the first episode of this, correct? No, I watched all of them oh. that were out last. <laughs> oh, okay. When we presented this, it was kind of like I had watched all of it and you you hadn't watched it, correct? Correct. And then I was just going to watch the first episode because I like to just watch what we're going to talk about for the episode if that's, you know, what's happening. Spoiler alert, I kept watching. I liked it. <laughs> I spoiled it by asking you that. <laughs> Okay, that's good. I actually thought I've thought about that in the past. Like, oh, if like if you recommend a show, if we ever talk about a show that you recommend, <laughs> if ever, <laughs> if ever, and I liked it, I'd probably just keep watching it and then just like pretend that I haven't kept <laughs> watching it until the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. But I guess now we've spoiled it. I'm very bad at hiding <laughs> my feelings about shows. I will endeavor to do better. I don't think the reveal of whether or not we're going to keep watching is actually the biggest part of this podcast, despite it being the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. I don't know. But if if I'm wrong about that, people let me know. Yeah. Okay. After the fun intro, that was fun. Uh, we're going to find out that Kamala has a driving test coming up. Yes. Her, her fun little, like, moment gets interrupted by her mom yelling, like, you have to get down here and go. It's time to leave. And... We see all of her family, and I got very confused about who was who. I thought her brother was her dad, and her dad was her grandpa, but I figured oh, really? that out. Eventually, <laughs> I figured out who was who. Yeah, and her, her, her mom is, like, telling her, like, giving her driving tips, and her tip is, like, remember to look in the mirror every 15 seconds. <laughs> like a really performative move so the instructor knows you're paying attention to mirrors. Yeah. It's not actually a driving tip. It's just like a how to pass your driving test tip. Yeah. Yeah. And that was weird. 
but I think her dad is like, you know, you don't actually have to look in your mirror every 15 seconds, but that she, he's like, he's like, but you do want to just like move your head a little bit as if you're <laughs> so looking it in looks the mirror. Like I don't know. I, I never even thought about how many times I looked in the mirror when I was taking my driving test. Oh, I was so anxious when I took mine. I have no idea what I was thinking. Oh, so was I, but that was not one of the criteria that I was worried about. <laughs> I, I want to say... I think taking a driving test for some, for whatever reason is still like the most nerve wracking thing that I've ever done in my life. And it's like, it really shouldn't be <laughs> like in the moment. I know it like, it doesn't actually matter now, but for some reason, I feel like the way that it gets built up when you're like taking the driver test is like when you're only like 16, 17 years old or whatever you are at the time, it just feels like there's like so much shame in failing your test. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. That's how I felt. I felt like really overwhelmed with driving in general. Like it was just scary. Just like who lets people like fling these ton vehicles around the road (laughs) at people. And, but so I always drove really slow and I saw on the driver instructors like checklist that one of it was like, doesn't drive too slow. So I was like, Oh no, I have to go faster. Oh wow. You looked at the checklist. (laughs) Or I forget if it was like, they told you ahead of time or something. So then I got in my head about it. And then at the end, I got my, you know, I passed, but he was like, mm, you got to worry about that lead foot. Don't go so fast. So I was like, damn it. I overcorrected. You passed though. I think it was because it was Christmas Eve day. Probably he was a little charitable. I did fail my first driving test, but I think it was for bullshit reasons. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh, you ever like pull up to like an intersect, like a stop sign intersection mm-hmm. and like if you want to see if like a car is coming so you can go you kind of have to like move past the stop sign yeah to like see i guess what you're supposed to do is like stop at the stop sign before the stop sign and then and then up. roll yeah. yeah uh which was not like a thought that went into my practice <laughs> I, I just drove the way like you know a human drives when <laughs> when in a real life scenario but that was enough to not pass the test right there wow <laughs> brutal (laughs) they were not feeling charitable for you yeah and i nailed the payroll and parking which i don't even know is like a requirement anymore (laughs) oh really it's not a requirement i think some places it's not i don't know driving tests are weird but you know who wasn't nervous or didn't (laughs) seem nervous about their driving test she so confidently backed into that other car (laughs) (laughs) well before that (laughs) she's like wearing like sunglasses they're like aviator glasses yeah. like Captain America or Captain Marvel wears like in her downtime. Yeah, she just has like the biggest smile on her face like everything in the world is just going to work out perfectly. And then, and then it the does driver, not. The, the driver's structure is like, okay, you can go. And she just slams the gas. The car goes backwards and slams directly into the driving instructor's car. <laughs> and that's the intro to Kamala Khan that we get. Yep. Confidence everywhere. And then I thought there was pretty funny stuff with her parents after this. They, like, her parents, like, come by to, like, get her after she fails the test. And, like, the driving instructor is basically saying nothing. Like, he's obviously upset about what happened, but not really said anything. And her parents are actually, like, berating the driving instructor, saying that he didn't, like, teach her properly. Or he's just like, what, you expected her to put on her turn signal at every turn? And he's just like, well, yeah, but we didn't even get out of the space. (laughs) And, like, her mom's like, well, well, how could you test her on the road with all these other cars? And he's like, we didn't make it to the other cars. She ran into my car. Yeah, they're like, oh, did she not look in the mirror often enough? And he's just (laughs) like, I I promise you that was not the issue. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm walking home today. <laughs> oh man. And then um when they're driving home, we get the first glimpse of uh kind of like how Kamala's uh imagination works a little bit. She's like looking out the window of the car and she we get this like cartoon like paper cutout version of like Captain Marvel like flying through the air and her mom's like blabbing on and on about something and she just like chooses to just like not pay attention and she's like just imagining Captain Marvel right outside her car flying yeah. around. Creative part of her brain does not shut off for anything. She's kind of living in her own world and it seems way more interesting than the normal world. So I don't blame her. And then this next scene is when I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. I love, I love when like the main character is like a kid in high school <laughs> and she just rolls into high school. But like all that confidence she had with like driving and like her YouTube channel or whatever seems just like not effective at school at all. Yes. Like, immediately like there's a coach that says her name wrong there's like some basketball kid who's like doing basketball things in front of her and she's just like ma stop it and just she's trying to be like hey what's up people and it's just not landing anywhere and i'm like oh no she has no friends this is sad yeah just like everybody she tries to interact with she just has a super awkward interaction with and she can tell her that the confidence that she had before the driving test is not uh, what she has when she goes to school. But she does actually seem to have at least two friends who show up, and that's good. Yes, the first friend that pops up, his name is Bruno. And did you catch this? At one point, they're talking, uh, they're both like really, really excited about AvengerCon. So mm -hmm. we get the second mention of AvengerCon. And then I forget exactly what they're talking about, but then she like disagrees with him about something. So she's like, no, 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 Bruno. <laughs> Is this an Encanto reference? I don't know, but I sure had that Encanto song stuck in my head for a large part of this episode. <laughs> did you catch this in the show, though? Yeah. <laughs> you did? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's an Encanto reference. But then the second person we bumped to is, for some reason, I thought this was like Kamala's sister, but I don't think it actually is. No, she's just her friend. But I think, like, they're really close. Like, in another episode later, when her friend is talking to Kamala's dad, she's like, I'm like your second daughter. So she's not actually, but they're very close. Yeah, okay. Right now, there are three episodes of this out. I believe yes. they're like a fourth one's dropping tomorrow, and there's going to be six episodes total. But you can tell they're pretty good friends because uh, Bruno actually lost ten dollars to. <laughs> I can't remember her name right now. Dang it! I don't know if they say her name in the first episode. That's why I don't have it written down either. Actually, yeah. but uh, Bruno loses ten dollars <laughs> to Kamala's friend. He bet her that she would get her license, and she was like, "Nah, she's going to mess it up." <laughs> yeah, which is kind of messed up for your two friends to be betting on. <laughs> You know, but yeah, but now that messes up their plans to get to AvengerCon. Yes, so they 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 have to start thinking of other options to getting to AvengerCon. But before the scene ends, they also bump into somebody on the staircase, and her name is Zoe Zimmer. With that alliteration, yeah, yeah, great alliteration. <laughs> but this is like the stereotypical, I guess, like popular girl who's like too cool for school kind of person. Yes, she has like. A hundred thousand followers on <laughs> yeah. whatever. On Instagram, I think they say. <laughs> yeah, so she's going to come up later in this episode. But she at least, like, doesn't seem terrible. Like, there's this moment where Kamala, like, bumps into her, and she's like, hey, and then Kamala apologizes, and she's like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. So, like, she's not, like, that stereotypical, just, like, really mean high school popular girl. She just is really popular. 
Yeah, they didn't make her seem like she was the worst, but like what Bruno and Kamala end up thinking about her is like similar to hell. <laughs> People will complain about the cool girl at school or whatever. They may have been friends before, and then like as she got popular, like they drifted apart, and so there's probably some resentment just for that. That's like freaking always the storyline. Yes, <laughs> in, in these high school, like in Mean Girls, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Just like all high school content, it feels in like. senior year. The movie I recommended the other week. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. That's it's the same thing. But uh, Kamala's gonna get called to the guidance counselor's office. And the guidance counselor thinks he is so cool. Mr. Wilson. Is I'm his sorry, name. that's his dad's name. His name is Gabe. <laughs> but Gabe is also his dad's <laughs> name. I don't know why that was in the show. I guess it was like kind of funny, but it wasn't that funny. <laughs> yeah, but he is trying to be really cool and also trying to get her to sort her life out. This is the first point where I'm like, this girl is amazing and also very talented. Why is no one recognizing this? Oh, this is when you did it? This is when it started because it's like we know from the beginning and like some of the shots here that she's actually she's like a really good artist. Like he should be encouraging her to like put her energy into that. But he's just like, you got to, you know, get your head out of the clouds and start thinking about reality and what you really want. It's like I feel like she's made it clear what she enjoys and like a good guidance counselor would maybe pick up on that. Yeah, we see her like kind of like drift out of the conversation and she starts like imagining like different like artistic things happening throughout the room mm-hmm. kind of like she kind of like she's like imagining like her next youtube video that she's gonna make kind of thing yeah. i guess he calls out the teachers say that she's like doodling all the time and there's like just somebody should have picked up on the fact that this is a thing she is passionate about and is actually good at yeah the theme of me talking about this episode is gonna be like so many people have failed her why do they not encourage her with this the, the guidance counselor guy is kind of just like stereotypical guidance counselor, I guess. The the greater disappointment for me is her parents, which will be. Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Okay. okay. But this is where it started to bother me. Okay. Then we're going to go to Bruno's Quickie Mart convenience store, is what this is, right? Yeah, I guess he works there, but also lives above it. And also, does this child have any parents? I'm confused. Yeah. And I actually didn't pick up on this the first watch through, but. Uh... At some point, we're going to see, like, Bruno's character is actually, like, really close with Kamala's family. Mm-hmm. And they say something about later, like, when Kamala's trying to get pity from her parents, she's like, oh, you know, Bruno, he doesn't have a, much of a family, does he? Or something like that. Yeah. I, was, I did not pick up on this the first time. We didn't say. This is this is all takes place in Jersey City, which is in New Jersey, but it's basically, like, right across the water from Manhattan, which is where we were for the Monster X concert. Yes. We were right there where this this show is. <laughs> and also, like, Manhattan's where everything, like, blows up in a lot of Avengers movies, too, so. Yeah, that's true. They're used to seeing action <laughs> close A by. lot of things happen in Manhattan. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> but uh, Kamala and Bruno are going to be talking about AvengerCon more. And Bruno's a little bit like, like, oh, I guess we'll just have to go next year. But Kamala's like, no, we must go to this AvengerCon because it's the first one ever. We can't miss it. It's so important. And she's so excited about going. And they've been, like, she's been working on her costume. And we see it here. And it's actually, like, more than I expected <laughs> from the children, you know? Like, they put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. I think Kamala said she learns how to, she learned how to sew. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, airbrushing it, the, the jacket, like in the shop 
So I feel like no one's supervising this kid ever. <laughs> like whoever would own this convenience store would be like, why are you painting in the middle? Like, stop it. Get back to work. But no one tells him to. I think he owns it. Yeah, it is. I Yeah, hopefully we get explained what Bruno's situation is. I think three episodes in, we don't really know. I just hope someone's taking care of that poor child. Oh, what I didn't say when uh, before was uh, when Kamala crashed the car into the instructor's car. Mm -hmm. She makes like this funny like face, I think, <laughs> like yeah. she like turns her head towards the camera and she makes like a cringy kind of face. Mm -hmm. And I just think Kamala has some amazing faces throughout oh, this yeah. entire series. Yeah, <laughs> she makes some funny faces. <laughs> she she has a great range of acting, all like just on her facial expressions. Alone. Yeah. And then uh, Kamala and Bruno's friendship is just, like, really, really fun, I think. Oh, yeah. This whole yeah. thing. And they do, like, to end this scene, they do, like, this, like, slow-mo high-five. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> they're fun to watch. Yeah, they have great chemistry together. And then they're going to bike home or, like, back to Kamala's house. And along the way... Yeah, they're talking about, like, what she might do to give her costume, like, its final bit of flair. And they're, like, talking about mashing up different um heroes into her costume or like maybe a zombie captain marvel situation and every time like they mention a thing like it shows up like graffiti on the buildings behind them as they're like biking past and it's like it's super cool like the whole visual language of this show is fun and interesting yeah and it actually reminded me a lot of um spider-man into the spider-verse which is animated but oh yeah it had a lot of similar like graffiti style like artistic background like to show the thoughts of people mm -hmm. especially because miles morales was like he was a graffiti artist too so they like incorporated that in yeah like, it's a similar thing and later in this episode i believe and throughout the series like if people are like texting each other oh it's so much cooler than normal texting in tv shows yeah instead of like doing like like showing the standard iPhone app display or whatever that they normally do, they'll show the text like on the ceiling in the shot that they're texting, or it'll be like on the street as they're receiving the text or whatever. Or in the like neon signs of yeah. the convenience store. That was really cool. Yeah. They just do a lot with like the background in the show, which is really fun. Okay. But I wrote down all their ideas. Oh, hit me with them. For cosplay flourish as they were biking. Let's decide which one's the best. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. First one is steampunk Captain Marvel. As they said, steampunk is dead. No good. Steampunk is dead. I thought you were a steampunk person. I I, I feel like I used to be. But oh, now it's I've, even I've dead to you. Out, I've grown out of steampunk. I don't okay. know. It's not for me anymore. What if K-pop brings back steampunk? Are you in? Oh, that would be a fun K-pop concept. I mean, but honestly, like my boys do anything. I'm into it. So whatever. Yes. <laughs> okay. The next one, they start doing mashups and they have Captain Panther which would be Black Panther and Captain mm -hmm. Marvel. <laughs> and then they have Iron Marvel. I feel like anytime you mix anything with Iron Man, that has potential for fun, just because like the visuals of like mechanical suit with anything else is fun. These all sound pretty hard to do, especially in the, the limited time that they have. <laughs> Last minute as hell, yes. This one they could do, Doctor Strange Marvel. I like that one. She said like, oh, I could just get a cape or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially because, like, you've got this whole, like, multiverse situation going on like that, I think, is a fun connection for when you do a, like, different version of a Captain Marvel. Yeah. And then her final idea is zombie Captain Marvel. I mean, that'd be pretty solid, too. Yeah. 
I don't know if any of these ideas are better than just being Captain Marvel, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like um, I like Iron Marvel. Yeah, same. I don't know how they would the pull it I'm off. Pick. <laughs> I think that one would be the coolest. Well, I mean, if any children could, like these children could, because we find out that like Bruno is some sort of like electrical engineer or something and is building stuff all the time. So why not? Yeah, he's like applying to get into Caltech, but he seems like way advanced. Yeah. Already. But uh, Kamal's going to get home. And when she gets home, she sees uh, a box that's been delivered. Was this addressed to her or was it just to like the family or her mom or something? I don't know that I saw the label. Um, They're talking about it and it seems to be like her grandmother sent a bunch of stuff for her brother's wedding. Oh, that could be it. it. It seemed like it wasn't specifically to her, but it was like she knew like, oh, I can just open this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't a big deal. And she opens it up, and she's finding, like, all this, like, jewelry. Kamala and her family are um, Pakistani, correct? Yes. So I don't know if this is, like, traditional Pakistani jewelry or just, like, southern Asian jewelry or what it is. But she kind of just, like, pulls it out in gloves, and she's not too interested at first. But then she finds, like, wrapped up in some paper uh, a large bracelet, which they call a, a bangle. Yes. Um, and she's like, this is so cool. And her mom like turns around immediately, looks at it. Snatches it. <laughs> yeah. And then she's just like, oh, that's a bunch of nonsense. And she like gives it to her brother to like put in the attic. But the mom gives you a vibe of like. She knows. I don't know. She knows something. She knows enough to like be a little wary about it. Like she doesn't want Kamala to get involved with whatever this is. I think she might know that it belonged to somebody in their family in the past that she didn't like is yeah. what I'm guessing. But I don't think she knows the extent of what this bracelet, uh, what the bangle is. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think she would have just put it in the attic. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I would think she would have done something else about it. So I, yeah, I think, I think it just reminds her mom of somebody in the past who she doesn't like to talk about is the idea. Yeah. She, she quickly like gets Kamala to stop looking at the bangle and she's like, all right, come on, you're coming with me. We're going shopping for your brother's wedding. Yes, we get a nice little shopping montage of them doing a lot of errands to get ready for this wedding that is soon. Yeah, and Kamala's like having fun, even though she, I don't think she wanted to be doing stuff for the wedding, but she's, she does have fun along the way. And then you get like yeah. little moments of like her mom like looking at her like, oh, stop being silly, <laughs> like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And then they're trying on some uh, clothing for that I guess is going to be for the wedding. Yes, and at this point she does not look like she's having fun. She looks so miserable in this dress. Yeah. And then here's a little bit of like a character moment for her mom. I think her mom is like she's like a little positive at first, right? She's like, "Oh yeah, that looks good on you" or whatever, even though the mm -hmm. uh, the salesperson or whatever is trying to say like, "Oh, this is you're too small to be wearing this" or something like that. And she's like, "No, it's it's too tall." Like she she tries to like take the blame off of Kamala. Yeah, which gives her like a, a moment of like, okay, she does defend Kamala to some degree. Uh, but then like one of her relatives, I think it's like her aunt, uh, auntie is what they call them, like comes in. Yeah, I don't know that it's an actual aunt. I think it's just like women of a certain age in the community are considered the aunties, you know? Yeah, something like that. And they start gossiping about like some other unknown person and they're like talking about how they like oh they called off their marriage and they're touring europe or something and they're like wow that that is so shameful <laughs> yes 
following what you would like to do. That's so shameful. And Kamala tries to like defend the person be like, oh, that that's good that they did that if that's what they wanted to do. And then her mom is like, he's right. You are too small for that outfit or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, if Kamala <laughs> doesn't stay in line with what her mom wants, she her mom can get pretty negative pretty fast. Yeah. And then we cut back to the house and before Kamala even gets back and Bruno's just like hanging out with Kamala's dad. Because he like full-on invented an Alexa yes. and like set it up in their house and it's yeah. just like oh yeah I, I taught it you know Urdu and and it you know it'll turn off and on all of your lights and I'm like I don't think these people have like smart lights it's just just okay small child wonder has like I'm sure Bruno installed them I guess but like Bruno's got to figure it out don't worry about Bruno okay <laughs> but he calls this device a uh, Zuzu yes so instead of saying Alexa, blah, 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 you say Zuzu. <laughs> and I, yeah, like you said, he taught it Urdu is the name of the language. Yes. But this scene is basically just showing how good Bruno is with tech, basically. And also her family. Like, he is beloved by her parents, I think. Oh, we didn't mention this. Bruno's new plan to get to AvengerCon. It's just to ask her mom. Surely that'll go well. Great plan, yeah. <laughs> Seemed reasonable to me at the time. Uh, but Kamala was like, that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> but as Bruno's leaving the house, he's like, come on, Kamala, you got to ask your parents. <laughs> so she she basically tries to ask and she she's like very timid about it and everything, trying not to seem too excited, I think. And this is where she's like, you know, Bruno really, really wants to go. And, you know, he doesn't have much of a family. Yeah. So I really just want to support him and what he wants to do. <laughs> Even though she's probably more excited than Bruno is. I think. Oh, definitely. <laughs> But yeah, she tries to sell it off like, oh yeah, people will be dressing up for a historical reenactment. It's very educational, yes. But her her parents are having none of that. Yeah. And first they 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 immediately are just like, oh, so you want to go to a party? A party at <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're like, we can't trust boys out there. We can't trust. Well, no. Kamala goes, Kamala's like, what? You don't trust me? And her mom's just like, no. I don't. And her dad's just like, wait a minute. No, we trust you. We just don't trust other people. Yeah, her mom is like pretty brutal. Like she's like, I don't trust you. And then, but the dad is like trying a little bit, but I would say he's pretty bad too. Yeah, like this I don't get because like so far what we've seen is she goes where she's told to go and she does what she's told to do. Okay, she backed up a car into another car in her driver's test, but like everybody messes that stuff up. Like, Maybe she zones out occasionally, but I don't see how, like, she's not worthy of any trust to, like, do anything. It seems a little ridiculous. Yeah, it's super unreasonable, I think. And then she says that she's planning to go to it, dress as Captain Marvel. And this is, like, apparently this is, like, a terrible thing <laughs> to them. Like, her mom is, like, she views, like, all the superhero outfits as just, like, skimpy, like, tight suit things that are super revealing. <laughs> and it drives me crazy because she doesn't even, like, ask her to show her her costume. Yeah. Like, she just assumes immediately that it's going to be inappropriate. And it's like, of all the, like, lady superheroes, like, Captain Marvel's, she's covered up. Like, sure, her pants are maybe a little tight, but, like, that doesn't mean that Kamala's pants are going to be super tight. Like, it's, I don't know. It, yeah. It, there is a lot I can relate to this child like a lot like I grew up in a pretty religious household I mean a different religion but still like the same sort of like vibe of just like mm -mm, nope inappropriate stuff you're not gonna do it 
I could relate to her a lot. Yeah, I had I I was like, if you just show her the outfit, I guess she would have not approved of it. I don't know. It's like it's not that like even if you think Captain Marvel's outfit is tight, which compared to like other superheroes, it's not that bad. It's not, yeah. And then but even her version of it is like not tight, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like it's pretty much the least revealing superhero outfit you could wear. <laughs> And it, it breaks my heart a little bit because the next scene, like, she's trying it on and she, yeah. like, at a certain point, she starts to, like, pull at her pants and, like, gets a thing to, like, cover up. And I'm just like, oh, you just, like, killed her enthusiasm for this thing she made and was so pumped about. And yeah, such a bummer. Sad feels all around. Yeah. I actually, I did actually think the same thing as you. So she tried, she gets out, like, um, it's like a, a scarf, I guess, of some sort. Yeah. And she's, like, about to, like, tie it around her waist. And at first I thought she was, like, covering up, like, a, something that she was self-conscious about in the outfit from what her mom said. But then I, I actually think that this might have just been an attempt at, like, her flair. That's true. It I'm might have sure. been. But, like, I don't know. She looked so dejected in that moment. Whether or not the scarf is a response to that, like, I still feel like she yeah. got crushed a little bit. It's still super sad either way, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but a big a big thing in this first episode is that she's trying to discover a flair or a flourish for her outfit because she knows the judges for the contest at AvengerCon are looking for that. Right. Um, so I, it was like a little bit of both, I guess, right here. She, she was thinking about a flair, but she was doing it in like a sad way. Mm-hmm. But before that, her brother comes up to like comfort her after, you know, she gets totally rejected for going. And he's like, I'll talk to them. Because, like, clearly he's had an easier time. Like, he's older, but, like, when he was a teen, it sounds like he had an easier time getting to go and do, like, quote-unquote normal teen things. Yeah, he seems like he's very much more than Kamala, like, into the mosque. Mm -hmm. Going to the mosque and participating in the mosque activities. Like, he's probably much more religious, like, at least, like, doing all the things you're supposed to do. And that probably makes his parents pretty happy. And that's why he's gotten to, gotten to have a little bit more freedom on that front, probably. But yeah, so she's trying on the outfit and she's like fiddling with it. And then her mom is like about to like burst in the room. So she quickly like throws on a robe to cover up. Mm-hmm. And this is still like, it's still sad, but I actually thought this was like a fairly good attempt by her parents to some degree. Yeah. After talking to Kamal's brother, they actually are like, okay, you can go, but there's a condition. And it's like, your dad is going to drive you there. And he's going to go in with you and you're only allowed to be there for two hours. And then she like, and I made something for you. And she like busts out this like Hulk outfit that she made. But it's like <laughs> a Hulk outfit. Yeah. With like some Pakistani flair to it, you know, like, so... It is, like, essentially what she would need for, like, that little flair she's looking at for her her Captain Marvel costume. It's just on the wrong thing entirely. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good costume, and I believe her mom actually made it. But the, they don't understand the the meaning or the importance of Captain Marvel to Kamala and how much yeah. she looks up to Captain Marvel. So they're they're not doing that. And her mom her mom ultimately only picked the Hulk because it's like the least revealing outfit she could yes. think of. Yes. And then her dad comes in and he is also in a similar Hulk, like matching Hulk <laughs> costume. And he's like gone to the extent of even though this is just a little demonstration, this is not the day. He's painted his face and arms green so he's in full Hulk mode. 
And she, her mom's just like, look, it's big Hulk, little Hulk. And she's just like, there is no little Hulk. This is not actually, like, this is not what this is. Yeah. Her dad like went all out on this and he actually had a lot of energy when he entered the room. Oh, yeah. He seemed like he really excited. excited. Yeah. yeah, really excited. But it's not everything Kamala wanted and was looking forward to, which is reasonable. And she's like, getting frustrated. And um, uh, what does she say? She talks about how embarrassing it's going to be, but she, it's like a little outburst and it's just like not a conductive way to conversate about this but she's a teenager so you know yeah i have it here she she's like i can't go with you dad that it'd be so humiliating and as soon as she says that her dad gets like really really sad yeah too he went from like super high energy to really sad and then her mom is also disappointed and she just kind of walks out well specifically her mom is like no you can't go out there in a skimpy outfit like all the other girls that's not you and i was like like I pause it a oh, lot to like take yeah. notes, but I had to pause for an extra long time there. Like that's some shit my mom said to me. Like gotcha. just like you're not like everybody else. No, you're supposed to be this, and like that hit hard because it just it's like being put in a little box and not like especially when you're a teenager, you're like trying to figure out who you are and trying new things, and then it's just like no, you're this. Stop it, and oh, that hurt. I actually missed that here, but it, she does it again at the end, I believe, which I which is the one I caught on grabbed onto mm. more um and so her mom leaves the room disappointed and then her dad kind of looks at kamala and he just like she's trying to apologize but he just says like oh you're not going in a sad yeah. like a very sad voice and he walks out of the room too um so yeah sad feelings now all mm -hmm. around everybody's sad now yep but she's gonna text bruno because she wants to talk with bruno this is oh this is when we get the like the cool text conversation on all the the background of the streets and stuff between Bruno. Yeah, and they just go and hang out on a roof because no one is supervising Bruno at his home because he has no parents, I guess. It's the middle of the night too, right? Yeah, I'm not sure how she got out of the house. Yeah, I was a little <laughs> confused about that too. I was like, why is she allowed to go out at night and hang out on a roof? But she's having so much issues like doing this other thing that, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. And Kamala's like really, really upset, but Bruno is like very nice very nice to her yeah there's definitely a moment where i'm like mm, this this kid looks like he wants to kiss her now like he's got a big crush on her yeah they made an obvious moment where they're gonna kiss but then he instead of kissing her because he's also a shy person he like switches and he pulls out these gloves that he's been working on for the uh for the outfit he takes them out and she's interested like whoa are those photon gloves <laughs> which i don't think i would have been able to know what those were when he took them out just been like oh they just light up which sure <laughs> yeah they're just cool gloves that have light ups on them i guess it's supposed to be similar to captain marvel's mm -hmm. as close as you can get i guess yeah <laughs> um come it kind of gets kamala re-energized and excited and they do like a little fun like play fight with each other to end the scene which i thought was really <laughs> yeah. cute yeah. and then oh the next day, she has a really rough day. Like, at school, she gets hit in the face with a volleyball, and she just looks miserable. And then when she gets home, it's awkward. Like, her mom's not really talking to her. And her dad, I think, said hi or whatever, but he's mostly fighting with the fake Alexa. Yeah, with Zuzu. I thought her dad was pretty, like, like the tone in his voice was kind of like, oh, he was kind of over it. But the mom yeah. was very very sad about the whole situation yeah there was some like awkward silent treatment happening there with the mom but like her dad was fine but distracted by zuzu not working yeah really yeah so the dad is like arguing with the zuzu <laughs> but because he's arguing with the zuzu kamala gets an idea 
Yeah. And <laughs> she we cut right to back to school the next day and she's like she's like talking to Bruno again and she's like I have a plan to get to AvengerCon and they do <laughs> they do this like artistic montage of like she's going through the plan almost like uh like a silly version of like uh, uh like Ocean's 11 I guess or something. Oh yeah, anything where they're like talking about the heist and they show, you know, yeah. thing as it's going along. But like yeah. She gets in her costume, but it's like a real uh, Captain Marvel costume instead of like the one that she made. And they're like jumping off of a bridge on their bikes to get to a bus on time. And (laughs) it's over the top and fun. But yeah, basically the plan is sneak out and take a bus. It is not a very elaborate plan. (laughs) Oh, you're on Bruno's side of this. I love this plan. (laughs) That's what Bruno, as soon as she explains old friend, Bruno's like, oh, so your plan is take the bus. But hold on, there's more in this plan that's great. But the beginning of the plan, it has like timestamps. So she has like 922 or like mm-hmm. 522. I'll be sitting down to dinner. And then she like, <laughs> like in her head, like she's imagining how her family will be at dinner. And her brother's like, Kamala, you're the best. I, I, I don't think I should have ever been born. <laughs> Been an like only that. child, and they all have you shirts. Been an only child. Yeah. They all have shirts that say "I love Kamala" on them. Yeah, and they're just talking about how great she is, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I must leave." Yeah, and they're like, "Okay," and then they start like chanting like "Kamala, Kamala" or something. <laughs> I don't even remember exactly what it was, but I think uh, yeah, you talked about something. She like she has like the perfect Captain Marvel outfit on. She like mm-hmm. jumps out of the, the her bedroom window, does like a gymnastics flip off a tree branch and then like does that like classic three-point like (laughs) landing on the ground yeah and then she like lands on her bike and then like bruno's waiting there and he's dressed as iron man in the plan (laughs) or not iron man tony stark oh yes yeah just tony stark (laughs) they're like riding through the streets and they need to get to the bus quickly so they like jump off a bridge onto the bus (laughs) as it's like stopping (laughs) and they get on the bus and they're like the coolest people on the bus Mm -hmm. That's her plan, which is, this is going to go perfectly, right? Oh, yeah, it pretty much goes exactly like that, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Also, the key element of the plan that gave her the idea is that Zuzu is, like, automating the whole house. So they're going to be able to, like, Ferris Bueller Yeah, pretend that she's still at home. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, whenever anybody's about to, like, go into Kamala's room, it'll, like, automate, like, Oh, I'm changing or something so that they won't <laughs> they won't come in the room. Mm-hmm. Which is like, would they not just come back in like a minute later? Yeah, yeah. Or talk to you at the door? It's not enough. But there are like a bunch of cameras in her house. So I mean, I guess an alarm could go off and she could see the camera and like listen to them and like talk back through the Zuzu, maybe. I'm like hoping that they have something like that set up. Maybe. Yeah. They didn't have to, fortunately, but they did. They do like look at the phone at one point when they're gone, and like they they can spy back at the house basically because yeah. the Zuzu set up to do that. The plan ends with them getting back to the house at nine twenty two p.m. I noted. Yes. Um, we'll see if that works out. <laughs> so first of all, she needs to finish her flare for her outfit, so she goes up to the attic and finds the bangle from earlier. And decides that that is the perfect thing to to add to her her costume. Yeah, and this was actually well, Bruno didn't find the the bangle. He doesn't know about the bangle, but it was actually Bruno's idea. Like he's like level headed enough to be like, 
oh, you, the Hulk outfits might not have been good, but your mom might have had the right idea. You should, like, include something Pakistani. Yeah. So I like that they're working together as a team, mm-hmm. these two. Yeah, yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, she just goes up to the attic and gets the bangle. So, and yeah. she's good to go. And now now it's time for the execute the plan, Sarah. <laughs> yep. And um, starts <laughs> off strong. Dinner running late. and uh... At least 10 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, she has to get changed, and, like, it seems like she leaves, like, 20 minutes late even, I think. So they, like, she goes to jump out of her her window, and the tree branch just breaks, and she falls, and, like, I would think that would make a lot of noise and also injure her terribly, but it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it was super goofy. There's this part, and then there's gonna be another part later, like, she legit, like, Full dives headfirst out the window, like suicide yeah. dive, if you're familiar with wrestling <laughs> terms. <laughs> and um, she just lands on the branch, it breaks and falls to the ground. <laughs> Fortunately, she's okay, but she does note that, darn, that was my way back in when I got home. <laughs> like, she needed that branch to be there. What so, I'm getting uh, we're in trouble is here. that <laughs> she doesn't sneak out very often, so she yeah. did not know what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about the like comparisons to Spider-Man um, mm-hmm. so far. It's it's really just kind of that they're like high school kids, mm-hmm. and then it's not going to be so much in this episode. But like next episode, they're kind of do like like a montage of her like training, um, mm, yeah, and stuff, which reminded me a lot of like oh yeah, a lot of like training specifically on rooftops. But Spider-Man, Peter Parker, he's like really smart, like top of his class. Mm-hmm. Which Kamala is not, but I feel like Kamala is really high creatively, mm-hmm. and that is going to be important for the power that she's going to get ah, later. Yeah. Um, so they get on their bikes and they're biking, and they get to the top of the bridge, and the bus is coming. <laughs> and they've already missed the first bus, so if they miss oh, this yeah. one, there's no chance. And they look at each other, and they're like. Nah, we probably shouldn't jump off the bridge on our bikes. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. That made me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> but they do get on the bus just barely. Yeah, so just barely that she loses her bike. Like, it's just yeah. left on the side of the road. And she's like, oh. The bus oh. driver, like, closes the door as she's getting on. And she, like, can't drag her like onto the bus mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i guess bus drivers just don't stop <laughs> don't stop don't care yeah but they make it to AdventureCon. pretty successful plan so far i'd say yes and i think um i noticed this they it is they say it's the home of captain america or whatever i guess it's where they captain america to captain america oh really that's where they're holding it yeah it's um a fort or a camp or I forget the name of it, but like specifically I saw a sign that was just like, Oh, my Captain America. So I guess it's where he got recruited and drugged up on Captain America juice. Okay. So, so far with the plan going pretty well, I think the key flaw in the plan, I think when she outlined the plan, I think she only gave them 60 minutes to hang out at adventure. Yeah. And which, there's a lot of stuff in there. They want yeah, to do. I think that they're not going to be able to uh, control themselves. with <laughs> But they do seem like they're having a really good time. There's like a lot of booths and merch and they're taking pictures with things and it seems like a good time. Yeah. Did you have any any key notes from all this? We had like a montage of all the different exhibits or things that you can do at AvengerCon. Yes. I have specifically, lol, there's a card or an art print that is a drawing of Captain America with a big booty. Like that's what I took <laughs> away from this. That's the thing that stood out the most. Well, what did it say on the card? 
It was um, one of the lines that he says. Oh, I don't. I think I was distracted by the booty. I don't remember what it said. I think I think it's a line that uh, Ant Man says at some point in one of the movies, and he's like, "That's America's ass" or something. Oh, <laughs> did it actually say that on there? I think that's what it said on there. Yeah, I forget. The, I forget the context of the joke. But yeah, that is America's ass. Yes, I think it's when they go back in time in probably Infinity War, maybe. Okay. And somebody's like making fun of Captain Marvel's ass. I think it's Iron Man, probably. <laughs> and then Ant-Man is like with them, but he's like trying to be cool. He likes to like suck up to Captain Marvel and he's like, you I mean disagree. Captain America? Yeah, Captain America, sorry. Too many captains. Yes. He tries to like, he wants to be cool with Captain America. So he's like, I disagree. That's a that's an America's ass. Stuff like that. <laughs> so I think that was what the card said. I didn't know that was a thing in the actual movie. I just thought that that's what the world <laughs> called his ass. Just like, because, yeah, America's ass. <laughs> but then they see someone at AvengerCon that they did not expect to see. It's the popular girl. Yes. <laughs> Zoe Zimmer. She's dressed as Captain Marvel, but like inaccurately. Yeah, they're like, the costume's not even accurate. <laughs> and I, I have in my notes that she looks like a Scooby, like Scooby Doo haircut. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's the? I I forget the name of the Daphne. The yes, her, Daphne. She's yeah. like a Daphne wig on. <laughs> yeah, she did not put much effort into, but she's actually. We find out later. He's like she thought her outfit was really good. So whatever Captain Marvel is to her, she thought she did a good job. <laughs> uh, and then we we also find out that. Uh, Bruno is not dressed as Tony Stark. He's actually going to be dressed as Bruce Banner. <laughs> yes. Not the Hulk. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would have been cool, though, if Kamala went as... As the Hulk, Hulk and he was, yeah. As Little Hulk. Dad is Big Hulk. <laughs> and he was Bruce Banner. That would have actually been a good theme <laughs> of three outfits. <laughs> now, see, if... um, What's her name? Lady Hulk. Uh, She-Hulk, attorney at law, had come out. Then oh, she yeah. Then she She-Hulk. Her dad oh, would be Hulk. Yeah. And that would be a whole thing. Well, I don't know... I don't know if her mom would have approved of being She-Hulk. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, I don't know, maybe Avenger Con 2. They'll be there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but now, I mean, she's got to go with herself now, right? Because she's she's a superhero by the end of this. So I don't know. If you were a superhero, would you dress as yourself? Uh, probably, not. probably not. <laughs> but no one would expect it. So you could like definitely win the contest and like no one would think it was actually you. I don't know. <laughs> maybe uh but she's gonna she's gonna head off to the bathroom to get changed for the costume contest and she kind of like i guess she gets distracted by the bangle she's like looking at it again because mm-hmm. she hasn't she hasn't put it on yet she just kind of like grabbed it last minute and was like oh this should work mm-hmm. um i guess she gets distracted by the bangle or something but and then she picks everything else up after she gets changed but she drops the photon gloves Oh no, that was I I I oh, literally no. oh, I literally oh noed out loud when I was watching this. I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> she left them in the bathroom. Oh, brutal. Yeah, when she went back out to Bruno and like was putting on her helmet and like she had a quick rush on the stage, he noticed she didn't have the gloves and that boy looked so devastated. Yeah. I they both should be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> To put that much effort into something you love and you're excited about, and then to just like make a dumb mistake at the last second is just like, oh, I like it makes me like it gives me like weird feelings just thinking about it. <laughs> like, oh yeah. man, this is the worst. And then like the MC was like, quick, 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 last call for Captain Marvel, so she had to go without it. But 
she quick got her bracelet on and then some weird shit happens. Yeah, she like actually like unreasonably was like, oh, I'll just go get them real quick. And then Bruno's like, no, like you will miss the entire contest. <laughs> like Bruno's like, he keeps a level head, this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. So she hasn't put on the bangle yet, but like you said, she puts it on. And then uh, how would you describe what happens when she puts the bangle on? It's like she falls backwards into another dimension and then like rotates out of it and there's like spooky shadow people everywhere and like it's kind of legit creepy i i would have not reacted as calmly as she did to this yeah i don't watch um stranger things but is that what it's like when they go on the upside down is that what that's like sure like it's a less creepy version of of the upside down yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah she just kind of like falls backwards through the floor and then like into another dimension real fast and then she falls backwards to the floor again and she's like back where she was but i think before that like her it she her body starts like getting encased in like this light whatever it's supposed to yes. be like it's like a it, like goes up her arm and then across her back and down her other arm and she's just like something's happening but like bruno doesn't see any of somehow bruno doesn't see any of that i think he would have if he was paying attention right like maybe not the dimension stuff but like the armor like the Whatever it is that like glows on her body. Yeah, like I think it's a thing that people should be able to see. It's okay, not yeah. like a representation of of something. Yeah, I, I they, at first I was like, oh, is she the only one that can see it? But I don't think that's actually the case. I think there's just a lot, a lot of going on, and 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 he's a little distracted at the moment. I think. Yeah. So then, um, she like goes on the stage, and then then they the MC guys like, oh, we have one more contestant, and I guess they had all been like going out to the center stage and like doing a. Pose or something, yeah. yeah. But we didn't get to see anybody else's, and but Kamala's like the last one to go, so she goes out. And I, there's like a bunch of like flash photography, and yeah, and bright lights, and she was like yeah. not prepared for it, not prepared at all. Yeah, so she's like, she's like blocking the flash photography with her hands and stuff, and then she like sticks one hand out like really far, and then something happens with the Bengal again. How would you describe this time, sir? It's like she shoots out a bunch of ice almost like a, a platform yes that's exactly what i wrote i wrote giant icebergs come out of her <laughs> arm <laughs> and um there is a moment there where she could have gotten away with being like well oh, it was a hologram or whatever but at some point it starts like like it was a platform that was she was moving back and forth but then like she shoots a bit out and it starts like hitting real objects in the world and then it's like oh, you can't just explain this shit away as, like, a cool costume anymore. Yeah. And this is when this is when the shit got kind of silly <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. So she she knocks... We didn't mention this earlier, but there's, like, a... Uh, you haven't seen the Ant-Man movies, right? But I believe in... I want to say the first Ant-Man movie, or I don't know which, Mar which Marvel movie it was, but there's one point where he's, like, in the water, and he grows to be, like, 50 feet tall or mm -hmm. something. And he's like next to a boat, and they like recreated that scene oh, at AvengerCon okay. with this giant Ant Man. And she, her, her light iceberg or whatever it is that she conjured, she's like swinging it around like haphazardly, and she knocks it into the giant Ant Man head. And this Ant Man head, let me tell you, <laughs> it falls to the ground, and this thing had like unlimited momentum. <laughs> like it, it did not yes. stop rolling. <laughs> it was kind of comical how how. 
how much it just kept speeding up and smashing into everything. It's like the big boulder in Indiana Jones, yeah. except in a pinball machine, because it just kept going <laughs> and going. It was like crashing through like picnic tables. It wasn't hitting anybody though, and like uh, it was knocking everything over. And then it finally stopped by like hitting like some sort of apparatus. I don't really know what it was, but then that triggered like mousetrap style, like a rope to break. <laughs> And then this giant Thor hammer that was hanging from, like, the rafters comes loose and starts, like, again, like, comically swinging <laughs> down and, like, through the crowd of people. But, like, in the meanwhile, <laughs> the popular girl has come up to Kamala and is like, oh, my gosh, do you do birthdays or whatever? <laughs> and, like, I thought people were going to look at my costume, but, oh, so fancy. I God was just like, move, there's a giant fucking hammer coming. Yeah. But so but Zoe's not quick on her feet enough. And this Thor hammer comes down and swings <laughs> and absolutely obliterates Zoe oh Zimmer. My gosh, yeah, I thought she was her. dead. I literally <laughs> thought she was dead. I was like, wait, what just happened? No, it's so like it's so cartoony. It's like Wiley e. Coyote, like just getting taken away by a train, like yeah. arm legs. <laughs> Browled out. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. And so she like swings back and forth on it for a while before she finally falls off. Yeah, she like holds on and she the hammer swings back into the shot and she's like still holding on. I was like, oh, okay, I guess she's not dead. <laughs> but eventually she's gonna like slip off. And then this is also kind of crazy. Like Kamala's reaction to her slipping and falling is like, oh, I'm like a mile away not not actually a mile like i don't know 30 feet away from where she's gonna hit the ground but let me jump and reach my hand out like that's gonna do anything <laughs> she's got superhero instincts now she's ready oh to go. i guess so but unfortunately she like summons a giant arm with a fist on like a giant fist on the end made of the light iceberg things or whatever they are at this point yeah she catches her with it but like did you ever as a kid have those like sticky hand things you're like oh i know what you're talking about yeah like it just looked like one of those that's yeah. all i think of <laughs> a more solid version of that but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that, that that i love the the it was an action scene but it was also like comedy too i like that part. it's basically a cartoon <laughs> yeah so silly. Uh, and yeah well this whole sequence of events is going to be the end of adventure <laughs> everybody's going to run out of there with confusion and fear <laughs> It was weird because when the Ant-Man head was like rolling around, it seemed like half of the crowd was running away from the head and the other half was still very invested in the costume, the cosplay contest, you know, like the front rows were just like, yes, sure, we're still here. Uh, like the actors didn't know what to do. <laughs> or maybe, I, I don't know, it was so weird. And then like, it wasn't until the hammer came through when people were like, oh no, shit is happening, I should run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What did they, they, they've kind of yada yada over like how they well, got home. Bruno being the reasonable level-headed guy he is like grabs her and is like, we have to leave. <laughs> like it's time to go. And I think they just got on his bike and probably caught a bus and went home. And they get back to the house and then they can't use the tree branch. So like he's trying to help her like hoist her back up onto the roof of the house so she can climb in mm -hmm. her bedroom window. And then there's like a moment where she really does not have the strength to pull herself up but then like the bangle like summons like a, a light platform out of her foot so she can like press off on it yeah 
Yeah. So there's something like I I don't know if she has to like like she imagined there being a platform there and then it it conjured it for her or if the like Bengals kind of like telling her I don't know. I like to think that she just is like imagining it and then that's what's making these things happen. Yeah, but not like on a conscious level even. Like she's just like it's just I think she's just operating on all reflex at this point. Yeah, because I guess. like she doesn't know what it actually does, so it's just like it's unlocked something in her, and she just probably wished she had something to step on, and therefore something to step on. Yeah, the the way that I would kind of explain this power is, or if anybody is like familiar with the Green Lantern, I feel like it's yes. a lot like the Green Lantern, where your ability to be creative is kind of what makes the power good. You can conjure different things. Except she doesn't have a terrible CG suit in this, so it's better. <laughs> um, what happens when uh, she crawls back in her bedroom? Well, surprise, her mom is waiting for her. Never saw that one coming. Oh, and it, it's <laughs> and when she gets back in her bedroom, it's 11, 11 p.m. So oh, they're... <laughs> yeah. So, Less than two hours late, but still late. Later than the plan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, her mom's waiting there. And we get another kind of like very disappointed in you kind of thing yeah and it's so guilt trippy it's oh it's real bad yeah and the line that stood out to me which is kind of a a line that you stood out to you earlier is like it's time for you to be you is what she says and Mm -hmm. this is just like a total like in my opinion like failure as a parent where like you're just someone like your child is being themselves but you're like not giving them credit for it you know like, she thinks she knows what Kamala should be better than, like, how Kamala knows herself. Like, yeah. it's this, like, I know you better than you know yourself and you're not being you. And it's like, that's not accurate at all. And yeah. she gives her this, like, false shitty binary of it's like, do you want to be good like we raised you? Or do you want to be, like, one of these cosmic people? And I, like, really don't get this, like, the person she looks up to most in the world is a woman who saved everyone. Like, why is this a problem? Like, yeah. Captain Marvel is a legit good, like, idol to look up to. Yeah. I don't get it. And we, the viewer, have, like, gotten to see Kamala's life for, I don't know, maybe, like, a week or less now. And, like, she seems perfectly fine to us, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, her mom even says, like, this isn't like you. You don't rebel. It's like, then why are you being so hard on her? All exactly. this? Like, if, if she's never giving you a problem why wouldn't you just let her go somewhere yeah so her mom leaves and then she lies back down the bed and i was worried i was worried for kamala here because i thought this would really like put her in a bad mood and uh like kill her motivation and stuff but she Mm -hmm. like lies down the bed and she looks at the bangle and she's like i choose to be cosmic or something (laughs) like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) and that's how the uh the episode ends before the after credits (laughs) yes because what would a, a Marvel anything be without an after credit scene? Even though she gets in trouble, it's still like a happy ending because she still got to go to the things she wanted to go to. And in the end, she's not going to be um, deterred from who she mm-hmm. really is, which I appreciated. Yes, she has a, a strong spirit despite all of her uh, obstacles she's facing. And before we get to the uh, after credits, the uh, the closing music for this was really fun too. It was some sort of like, I don't actually know where the music is from but it sounded based on the fact that they're pakistani it like it was some sort of pakistani pop mm. yeah that was real good would that be called p-pop sarah <laughs> i mean if they wanted to sure <laughs> but then they'd have to fight with um something a friend of ours suggested to me before which is punjabi pop 
which is from India. So, I mean, there's a lot of contenders uh, for P-pop out there, I think. There's no I-pop? I mean, there might be. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little too close to I-hop. <laughs> Good music and pancakes. Sure, go for it. Uh, but then we get to the the after the closing scene. And this is where we get, okay, what's the... Like, the parents can't be the villain, and like, the main villain of this, right? As hard as they try. It can't <laughs> yeah, as hard as they try, yeah. Um, we're going we're gonna to cut to this mysterious office workers, and this woman is, like, pulling up, uh, like, social media footage of Kamala at AdventureCon. Oh, we didn't mention Kamala did have, like a, like, a helmet on. Yeah, and a bit of a mask, so, like... Like, it went over her eyes, the top of her head. Um, so her identity was not known to people. Like, even her 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 classmate, Zoe Zimmer, did not recognize it was her, which is why she was, like, asking yeah. her to do parties for her or whatever she was doing <laughs> before she got hit by the hammer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so crazy. <laughs> uh, but then, the, so this woman um, that's looking at Kamala on social media, she, like, takes it over this guy. And at first, this guy's like, oh, those cosplay people they're always doing crazy stuff but then she's like no this one looks legit and then he's just like bring her in and then that's the official (laughs) that's the official end of the episode she's gonna get some some agency coming after her it's gonna be uh no good for her yeah in theory was that fun or was that fun sarah that show is great i love it's great okay good (laughs) good recovery after food wars last week (laughs) Yes, I like this a million times more than Food Wars. Okay, good. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep watching it because yeah, I you've already have. I already, I already have. Okay, all right. Two thumbs up. Yeah, wait for Miss Marvel. The only thing I want to talk about, uh, Bruno is gonna be like her confidant, mm-hmm. and actually, he's going to know about the powers. So they're gonna like work together and kind of like train on like how to use the power to actually be a superhero, basically, because she doesn't really know how it works. Yeah. Her immediate like thought of what to do is actually I don't know what was the uh, the video game they showed her like looking at or thinking of like was it like Mario? Oh yeah, yeah, some sort of platformer. Yeah, like three D platforming game. So I don't know if this would have been my immediate thought, but her, yeah, her immediate thought is just like, oh, I'll summon a bunch of platforms so I can like run in the air. Yeah, I feel like she should just be able to like summon platforms below her feet and then like fly herself around. Oh, yeah, that would be better. Maybe that's an advanced thing that she'll get later. Uh, Like I said before, I think, like, this power is going to come down to, like, her ability to be creative with it. Yeah. Which should play into her strengths once she um, has more experience with the power. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't think that would be my first instinct because, like, uh, heights are scary. So I don't think I wanna. Oh, you're not going. You're not going up right away. <laughs> I don't think I'm going up right away. It would take a while before I went up. Yeah, I don't know. She like she floated the pat platform into the giant Ant Man head. So my first thought was like, oh, she should be able to fly with this ability. Yeah. But that is not how she is going to go about progressing. Maybe her decision is a little bit safer than mine. <laughs> seeing how <laughs> she how she's going to perform in the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, do you have anything else you wanted to? talk about either this episode or episode two and three uh i love a good strong female hero and i think that's what she's shaping up to be and uh yeah it's just fun oh the what i thought was fun in the next episode is like so her and bruno are gonna like i i guess they're gonna spend more time with each other now that they have this like superpower to work on so they're kind of her and bruno are like spending even more time with each other than they were before but then this like 
uh, new kid is going to show up at school and Kamala is going to be like instantly like into this guy. <laughs> yeah. And he's also like funny. Pakistani. So like they have a yeah. connection on that level that like Bruno can't compete with really. Yeah. So there's going to be a little of a Bruno versus this new guy rival rivalry <laughs> i love love triangles so yeah <laughs> that, that piqued my interest immediately again in episode two <laughs> it is right up your alley yeah <laughs> uh so much fun okay let's circle back around and talk about what we want to do for the next episode clearly not a show that i pick <laughs> <laughs> well okay again i was just thinking <laughs> Since the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale just happened, mm -hmm. we probably want to talk about it sooner than later. This is fair. While people at least have it in their minds a little bit. I agree. I do not fault you for this trend we are on. It's fine. So yeah, I think it would be fun to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi second half. So we'll talk about episodes four, five, and six. And then we'll have a little debate over what we liked and didn't like. And um, maybe one of us will convince the other that it's Either it was it was good and okay, or maybe they had a lot of missed opportunities. <laughs> and if anybody has any thoughts or feelings about the Obi-Wan second half, uh, let us know. Yeah. They might have a lot more thoughts and feelings after we debate it. Well, that's true. You can let us know then, too. So, so James, how can they let us know? Oh, you want me to do this part? Yeah, I'm going to make you do it for once. Well, hold on. No. No. I just wanted this is not for next time, but I just wanted to get this out on our radar as something I think we will talk about in the future mm -hmm. since I saw an article about it this week. The Harley Quinn animated series on HBO is going to have season three released at the end of July. You you nice. know the exact date, right? Yeah, I think it was the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. You and I are both fans of the show. Oh, I was trying so hard not to spoil how excited I am about this next season. Oh, uh, well, this okay. So this is this would be another situation where we'd be deterring from the normal format, I believe, because I I was thinking we would not watch the beginning of Harley Quinn. We would watch the new season. We would watch the new season. Okay. Um, now I don't know exactly how we should talk about it. Do we just? spoil I, like we'll probably end up spoiling things from season one and we two always spoil things. um i think we definitely will mm -hmm. in terms of like i don't know if you plan do you plan on re-watching it before it releases uh maybe if we're going to talk about it it's not like that long and i do love it so yeah Solid i might maybe. try to watch it too um but just for fun for me and probably for you i don't know how many episodes we're going to want to have come out before we talk about it yeah um but being able to rehash some of the things that we remember from season one and two i think would actually help my enjoyment of the show as well <laughs> yeah yeah definitely. so i don't know if it will be a podcast that is going to stray too far from the format but hopefully at least it can also just be for a reminder to people that are fans of harley quinn and just didn't realize season three was coming out or if you haven't watched it here's your information it's amazing quick catch up okay i just want to get that on our radar yeah i like that but okay ask me again <laughs> <laughs> so next week we'll talk about the second half of obi-wan and people should let us know their thoughts and where can they let us know their thoughts contact us by email at keep watching pod at gmail uh that's pod keep watching pod at gmail.com 
We're also on Twitter at Keep Watching Pod, Instagram at Keep Watching Pod, and YouTube at Keep Watching Pod. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.